0: Trigger Warning! The following episode contains references to Gore, Sexual Assault, Sexual Content, Slavery, Human Suffering, Death, Factual Inaccuracies, Several Entitled People Making Light of All These Things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode. Closer, children, and I'll tell you the story of the women that were so large they had to wear one toga per leg.
1: I'm Sean. Funyuns? Mountain Dew cans? We found the lost Amazonian Munchie Graveyard. I'm Adam. What do you get
2: when you combine Black Panther and Doctor Strange? A Frenchman's Worst Nightmare. I'm Andy.
3: Wait, were Amazons the original Seattle hipsters? I'm Kelly. And this is Acid Pop. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking about warrior queens.
2: Warrior? Yes, queen.
3: (laughs) So we already went into the etymology of queen in our pirate queens episode, but I am going to hit on the etymology of warrior. I'm going to have a hard time with that word, which is uh, it's pretty much the same word. It's the Old North French warrior with (laughs) E's instead of A's and O's. Oh, I hope nobody wants to fight me. (laughs) Um, which means a soldier combatant, one who wages war.
2: Oh, I see. Spelled W-R-R-R. Warrr. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it was sexier back then. War <laughs> <laughs> They were French.
3: So again, like our Pirate Queens episode, uh, there's no specific fear, but fear of women is gynophobia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a little bit of a... Flashback there. It's a good companion episode to this one, if anyone enjoys themselves. Let's move on to our acid pop quiz. We're going to start with our true and false, and we're going to talk about the Amazons. Ooh! First, a little background. So long thought to be basically something the Greeks made up when they got drunk one day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now thought that there were some women. One um day. Who uh, who the Amazons were based on. And these were the women of the uh, Scythian tribes, which were located where the Greeks said that the Amazons were located. And the women of these tribes, some of them were um, archers and horsewomen who fought alongside the men. Okay. With one breast. <laughs> we'll get into true and false here in a second. How does
1: that fit into Brazil? <laughs>
3: <laughs> they didn't live in all female societies, uh, but just the fact that women were fighting was enough to get the Greeks Hot making up shit up. What the hell?
2: <laughs> Look at those warrior women. Oh my God. Gotta get
0: down
1: to the pub and tell the guys. Hippocrates, pass me the wine.
3: Okay, true or false, the word Amazon means without one breast, referring to the fact that Amazon women cut off a breast to be better archers.
1: And I've heard hmm. that story. I thought I'm going to
2: say... F- falls, that would mean there's a whole region that's named without one breast. Oh, God, you're right.
0: <laughs> well, we know that A is without, and we learned on our accidental amputations episode that mastos is the mm-hmm. word for breast, so am mastos, so sure, true. Yeah, nice. I like
2: that. Good job using your smart brain. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's where I keep some. So this is false, no. but Sean, you're kind of right. Did you say all my deductive reasoning? um, In that as early as the fifth century, people were using this explanation about what Amazon meant by doing sort of a false breakdown of how the word worked.
2: Ah, just like me.
3: <laughs> um,
2: Expert bullshitters.
3: But the art of Amazon women from the Greeks does not show them with one breast and uh, they they trace the word back to I think an Ar- Iranian word mm. that they think is the true etymology. And mm. also, you can shoot a bow just fine with breasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't want to go out with her. She's an Amazon, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, okay, true or false? Amazons were
2: pot smokers. that's it true? Uh, I, Iranian though. They, they, had false. The, they had the well. India's covered in pot, and it's right next like they're right there. I mean. If they have the option, wouldn't they want to be? I guess. I mean, let, let, let's imagine they're warrior queens, but they're pretty mellow, they're real laid back. <laughs> I,
3: I want it to be true. So this is true. Dang it! Uh, we have it from Herodotus that they built felt tent saunas and got high inside. Right, hotboxing. <laughs> Additionally, they found a pot smoking kits buried with uh, Scythian men and women right next to their psychedelic posters. <laughs> okay true or false the stereotype of the giant amazon woman is
2: actually true oh i'd love to say true a giant woman (laughs) all i want to do uh true i'll say true she can toss me
1: around however she wants (laughs) yeah i want it to be true as well
3: so this is true hey at least from the greek perspective they were a (laughs) tower five foot three (laughs) um
2: My God, look at those women.
3: (laughs) So Greek women at the time averaged around Uh 5'1", or 155 centimeters. And the uh, Scythian warrior women averaged 5'6", or
2: 170 centimeters. (laughs) Giantesses.
3: Truly,
0: they were giants among men.
3: True or false, Greeks tell stories of Amazons going into battle scandalously nude. I'm just going to
1: say true. (laughs) That's the Greeks. I mean, yeah, they were telling sure, all these sure. other stories about them. That's that's just more
2: fan fiction of the time. I mean, often Zeus turned into blank animal and fucked blank woman. So, yeah. <laughs> Out there with their one breast flapping around, and they're naked.
0: It <laughs> they was terrifying and nude. <laughs> that uh, storyteller was losing the audience since he was like, <laughs> and uh...
3: <laughs> so this is false. Yo. Actually, Greeks tell stories of Amazons going into battle scandalously in trousers.
1: <laughs> um, Dangerously overclothed.
2: They were
0: horribly pantsed. <laughs> running with an ominous whoosh, whoosh, whoosh,
3: whoosh sound. Uh, <laughs> watch out for their pantsuits. They're
1: in
2: corduroy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Zip soup. And this is true. They they wore trousers, which uh, the Greeks thought was super weird. Unheard of. And it wasn't that the women were wearing trousers. it's It was that anyone was wearing trousers. Greeks <laughs> just were freaked out by trousers. The they, they invented those?
1: togas with two holes in the bottom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, compared to it, like a toga seems really comfortable, but mm-hmm. yeah. Kind of chafy.
3: So the area where the Scythians live is one of the first places you see trousers showing up. Um <laughs> It's a pretty practical garment if you're a horse-riding people. Sure. Okay, last one. Amazons were covered in tattoos.
1: Tattoos. I hope it's true. How would we know if they're wearing all those clothes? (laughs) I can't see all of your legs. You just have to seduce one. (laughs) I'm going to go with true. Yeah, I mean, you get high, you get a tattoo. (laughs) I've known people.
0: (laughs) Next thing you know, you're wearing pants and getting
2: tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> All of society has fallen apart. In my house, you are a toga, young lady.
3: So this is true. Yay. Um, the Greeks portrayed them with tattoos in their art. And we found the heavily tattooed frozen bodies of men and women of that
1: culture. Why are they frozen?
3: <laughs> and we found tattooing supplies buried as grave goods. So we know pretty much for a fact that they had tattoos. One large
1: mm. needle and a bottle of ink. That's my album title. <laughs>
3: moving on to short answer so this is like the previous one isn't actually about warrior queens i promise we're going to get into them there's only so many facts about warrior queens specifically but it is again about women fighting and this is about women fighting in the americas uh specifically in the civil war Uh 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 so how many women are thought to have served as soldiers in the civil war
0: Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, there was a big thing where they just, like, put on pants and a fake beard and get out
2: there. And I'd, I'd like to think that people knew and just let them fight anyway, but now, the old-time people are dumb. A thousand. Damn it. I'm going to do 900
1: then. <laughs> a thousand and one. Damn it. <laughs> Arabian You're Nights.
3: all too high. Well, or maybe not. That's the thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Who knows? Maybe no one was male.
2: <laughs> you were all women. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so... The numbers usually range from 500 to 750, mm. but because they were in disguise, it's really hard to know. <laughs> so, prevailing Victorian sentiments made it so that most soldiers slept clothed, bathed separately, and avoided the public latrines. So, it was pretty easy to keep your sex a secret. Mm. You um, soldiers
2: in disguise. <laughs>
3: The uniforms were heavy and ill-fitting, and um, a lot of the soldiers were really young, so even yeah. the fact that they were clean-shaven wasn't a big deal. <laughs> okay, which side had more female fighters?
2: North. South. Mm.
3: East.
1: <laughs> Canada. I it said West. <laughs> uh, I don't know, that's a tough one. I want to say South, probably because they were hurting for more like resources and stuff.
3: It was in fact the North. Oh. Um, once again, it's hard to tell, but we have a lot more evidence of women fighting on the Union side. Yeah. They think about maybe 200 women is their estimate for the Confederate side.
2: Mm. But can you imagine this lady sitting next to her husband? who's writing, Dearest Martha. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, dear. Ooh, ooh.
3: <laughs> so, what happened to these women when they were discovered? Uh, depends. Some of them got medals.
0: I
2: was going to say they gave them a medal to honorary discharge. Some of them, they were just like, eh, maybe you should just go home. Donnie Osmond told them to go back and get married. <laughs>
3: so you pretty much got it. Uh, usually not much. Yeah. Uh, they were generally discovered when wounded. Yeah. Um, and in most cases, they were simply sent home. <laughs> um, but occasionally they were locked up. Hmm. Uh, one story I encountered was of a prison guard who was a woman Uh-oh. disguised as a man mm-hmm. who was guarding a major in the Union Army who was in prison because she was found to be a woman <laughs> disguised as a man.
1: Oops! Get in there, you female being taken care of by a nurse who was a man disguised as a woman. <laughs> and a doctor that was a dog in disguise. <laughs>
3: So many were never discovered, survived, went home, and lived fairly typical lives for women at the time. They got married, had children. And then there's a little story I want to tell here. It doesn't quite fit with everything else, but- Because America
0: has no queens.
3: It is interesting. So we have at least one case where we know of someone who is assigned female at birth who lived the rest of their life as a man. Hmm. And since he used male pronouns for 50 years of his life, I'm going to use them now. Um, you could make- a good argument. This guy was trans, yeah. um, but we can't interview him, so <laughs> we can't know for sure. Yeah. So I just haven't any. <laughs> but we did know that he used the name Albert Cashier. um He was an Irish immigrant. He enlisted in 1962 and remained in the army until 1965. And yeah, he enlisted at 19 and lived the rest of his life as uh, Albert, hmm. good which way. I thought was an interesting story. Uh, how many women were disguised as men in the Revolutionary War that we know of? One, Martha Washington. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say
1: 25. 100.
3: Well, Andy, other than the name, you got it. We know of <laughs> one. Her name was Deborah Sampson. Sampson. And she fought as Robert Shirtliff.
1: Uh, <laughs> Robert Shirtliff, Rutcher, <Russia> Meat Hunt. <laughs>
3: <laughs> which was the name of her deceased brother. She was wounded in battle in New York in her thigh and forehead to keep her secret. <laughs> At the secret- same time? That was a hell of a
2: shot.
3: <laughs> eh, guns she, weren't all she great. She split
2: the bullet with her sword and it went. <laughs> oh, Ding.
3: So to keep her secret, she allowed the uh, medics to treat her a head wound, then snuck out and extracted the bullet from her thigh with a pen Ooh. knife and a sewing needle. Uh, no, I got it. <laughs> There was a second bullet that she couldn't get out, and her leg never fully healed.
2: You're you're limping. Are you okay? Everything's fine. Just the forehead.
3: Her identity was discovered in 1783 when she took a fever, but the physician kept her secret. Nice. She was honorably discharged and went on lecture tours later in life, talking about her time in the army. How to be a man.
2: (laughs) Ah, now get a beard. These dudes are really, really stupid. (laughs)
3: <laughs> All right. So I don't have any terms this time. We're going to move straight into our stories. Story time. And we're going to do these in reversed chronological order.
2: Mm-hmm. Right you queen. <laughs> Thank you, Ms. Frizzle. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and so our first queen is Serenia Mango. And please forgive me. Um, This is, I'm do my best with these names. Tell us about her Madam Mango. <laughs> queen Mango. <laughs> We're talking about a queen of a West African country who was invaded by French dudes. So I'm going to get all the names wrong. (laughs) In the 1890s, the French sent a dude named Volet and his buddy Chinoin. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Chinoin.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And his partner, Jerry Lewis.
3: Evil. He was such a jerk. He deserves me to mispronounce can his name. go to West Africa, why not? <laughs> so they sent these dudes to Africa with what I would call dangerously vague orders. <laughs> we heard there's a thing and we want it. <laughs> they were told to explore the area and place Lake Chad under French protection. Hmm. Bollet was told quote, I don't to pretend to be able to give you any instructions on which route to take or how you are to behave toward the native chieftains.
1: Excuse me? Just use your best judgment.
3: It's a lake. Just walk until your feet are wet. Now, maybe this choose-your-own adventure
1: route would work fine with some people. Oh, they were eaten by a yeti. Oh, back, 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 back. Two pages. Back. But Voulez was a vile,
3: murdering sadist.
0: Oh, I'm gonna need a noun. Murder! <laughs> Murder! Mm. That's not a noun, sir. Murder.
2: (laughs) And a verb choke.
3: (laughs) His small army soon swelled as he conscripted local men, kidnapped women and forced them into sexual slavery, burned villages to the ground, and slaughtered everyone he didn't take captive. Hmm.
1: Hmm. You can't take it with you. Am I right? So I had orders. I don't know what they were, but.
3: One description on what someone who was sent after him saw was he saw little girls hanging from the low branches of the trees and over a thousand corpses rotting in the sun. Man. So, yeah, mean dude. (laughs) Not the sort of person you want anywhere near you. Unless, of course, you are a badass sorceress queen who has decided this French (laughs) asshole needs to be dealt with. (laughs) She challenged
0: him to a murder contest.
3: (laughs) Enter Seronia Mangu. She's generally referred to as Serenia, um, though my reading says this just means female chieftain. Hmm. (laughs) I'm not sure why. Again, see our Pirate Queens episode. Females in power keep losing their names, but here we are. She had mango.
2: Oh no! It's Lady Chief Mango.
3: <laughs> so Seronia is the Panther Queen of the Azna people.
0: Man, wow. her name just keeps getting more
1: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Panther
0: known <for> Panther Sorceress <laughs> Queen. She had one eye and a pet monkey.
2: <laughs> Only my name is sweet.
3: <laughs> known for her sorcerous powers. Mm. Vule was not headed her way. <laughs> she was out of his path.
1: <laughs> give him a piece of my mind.
0: <laughs> she forced her village to pick up all the buildings and move it into his way.
3: <laughs> but she decides he needs taken care of. She reaches out to her neighbors, enemies she's made peace with, and says, hey, let's take this dude down. They decline to join her. Hmm. So is like, fine, I'll Aren't do you? it
2: myself. She turned them into frogs. She <laughs> leapt 50 feet in the air and came down holding the Hulk's head. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she sends Vule a letter full of insults, and it works. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dear dipshit.
3: <laughs> he d- redirects his death party straight toward her. <laughs> when they get to Logao, Serenia's city... They're met with the strongest defense that Voulet and Co. have ever encountered. A wall. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) These fighters just will not let them through to the city. It's almost
1: like they were expecting us.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And then, just like that, the defense stops and legs it, abandoning their city. Hmm. Okay. The French advance to find there's no one there. Not one person. Not one animal. The granaries are empty. There is nothing. But there is an ominous ticking sound. (laughs) (laughs) So Valais gets this empty city, but suddenly they're under attack by what many in the army think are ghosts.
1: Oh, God. This is so cool. (laughs) Panther Queen Mango and her ghost (laughs) army. Ghost
3: panthers. The Asna attack at night without warning and disappear just as quickly. All
1: Hmm. the French soldiers are in a city that they don't know how to
2: defend, that they're not familiar with.
3: Well, even worse, most of the people in this army are conscripts
2: who were forced to fight. Can we get the hell out of here? There's ghosts. She told me I had a small penis. (laughs) (laughs) So no.
3: (laughs) So rumors start to spread that a curse has been placed on the armies.
1: This is curse. That is (laughs) curse. Why why haven't they made this movie?
3: They actually have. What? (laughs) Um, Cryptid troops just start deserting like dozens a day. Uh, I'm a ghost (laughs) now. (laughs) Voulet's unstable army is suddenly falling apart. So- Not long after, France is like, uh, maybe we shouldn't have sent a murdering psychopath down there to fight ghosts.
2: (laughs) With with less instructions than we'd give to anybody else.
3: (laughs) So they send someone down to stop him and tell him to come home. And uh, he shoots the guy.
2: (laughs) Oh, there goes. Don't shoot the messenger. I have all these letters. (laughs) <laughs> this one probably Because I have a small penis as well
3: <laughs> He then turns to his Army again mostly conscripted Troops oh, I them. blame you for that And says I'm no longer A Frenchman I'm a black Chief <laughs> with you I will found an empire <laughs> uh,
1: sir? Sir? sir Yes a question in the back <laughs> 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 <My hand> raised. <laughs>
3: His men respond by killing him and his buddy.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm done with this.
2: I was just dragged along for this anyway. Hey, wait a sec. Fuck that guy.
3: As to what happened to Serenia, well, according to the locals, she turned into a panther. Wow. And that sounds like a good life to me. <laughs> and She's still
0: alive to this day.
3: Okay. okay.
0: So
1: what's the movie called?
3: I think it's called Serenia. Huh. Uh, do you want? It's spelled for anyone listening: S A R R A O U N I A.
2: Wow! Does it? I need. I need it to star somebody suitably badass.
1: So <laughs> one
3: So we're gonna move back in time a bit. <laughs> To Nazinga.
1: Oh, Bazinga. <laughs> Got him. Every time. I can watch that show all and... day. I think we lost.
2: <laughs> You're just letting you get that out.
1: What, no one? Bazinga, right? Am I right?
3: So, Nazinga was the queen of Ndongo and the Matamba. Okay. She was born to the king of the Ndongo in 1583. Ndongo was a West African kingdom in a time where the slave trade with Europe was very active. Mm,
0: Trade.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Nzinga's father specifically facilitated the slave trade through his kingdom to the Portuguese on the condition that they spared his people.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. boo, boo, but I understand, I guess yeah.
3: Making deals with slavers can Yeah, until un- they run out of slaves <laughs> Until the king died Oh. They threw the king's son, Nzinga's brother In jail and took control of Ndongo Nzinga, seeing no other choice Grabbed some servants and went to meet the Portuguese governor To demand the freedom of her people and her brother
0: mm-hmm.
3: When she arrived In an effort to put her in her place The Portuguese governor refused to offer her a chair <laughs> No problem Nzinga called one of her servants over, had him kneel down, and sat on his back. That's power. (laughs) (laughs) Then continued her negotiations from her new seat.
1: Don't worry, I brought my most comfortable servant. (laughs) The big is.
3: (laughs) When she stood to sleeve, she slit the servant's throat. Oh, God. You can keep that. (laughs) Announcing she never used the same chair twice. Jesus.
1: (laughs) That's a power move. (laughs) (laughs)
3: so i will say this story like many of nzinga is a bit apocryphal um the chair part seems to be pretty much confirmed by everyone the killing the servant is debated Hmm. but i like it (laughs) so nzinga manages to get her brother released but shortly afterward he committed suicide Hmm. Or she killed him in his sleep. Hmm. Again, it depends on your source.
2: Okay. (laughs) He committed suicide in his sleep.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So this leaves her in charge of Ndongo. This didn't go over well with the Portuguese or her other political rivals, and Nzingo was forced to flee. Hmm. But Nzingo wasn't the sort to just give up her country. So she establishes a new kingdom called Matamba, from there, she blocks the slave trade routes and takes in all the, <laughs> the planned slaves to build up her kingdom.
1: Ooh, I was going to say, how do you just start a kingdom? But yeah, I will do, do it.
0: She's <laughs> like a non surreptitious Harriet Tubman. <laughs>
3: and then she reaches out to the Dutch who are in the area and says, hey, want to help me fight the Portuguese? And they're like,
2: sure.
0: Do I? <laughs> Let me keep my jokes. Jokes.
2: <laughs> we just make the same joke? <laughs> I think we made the same joke at the same time, yes.
3: So well into her sixties, Nazinga personally rode into the battle ahead of her people, and she managed to protect them from the Portuguese for the remains of her life. Wow. She died in 1963 in her bed in her 80s. 1963?
1: 80s. Wow. No. Uh, 1663. Okay, oh, I was, was going to say, see, geez, man. What are they feeding her? 380. Then <laughs> she turned into an eagle and flew away. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and honestly, she may have had quite the enjoyable life. It's believed that she kept a harem of about 60 men at all times.
0: Wow. <laughs> well, That's yeah. a hiss, actually.
3: <laughs> oh, come on. That was a great <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That would mean a harem. Oh, she loves men all along the number line.
3: There are rumors that she disposed of her lovers like she did her chairs. <laughs> um, but she would have run through a lot of men.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's obscure.
3: Lastly, here we're going to tell the story of Boudica. Boudica.
1: <laughs> Love these names.
3: She is a Celtic queen of the. In Seni? In Kenny? Don't know if that's a soft or hard C there.
1: It was Celtic, so it could be both. It could be something <laughs> entirely different. Yep. It's a hard J. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird F noise. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, Matt, it's w. It's a M. It's a W.
2: So
3: this was in 60 CE. That's going back a ways. Yeah. So the details here are a bit debatable, but much of it was recorded by Tacitus, um, who lived at the time, so it's not as fuzzy as it might otherwise be. Thanks, and, and additionally, his father-in-law was a governor in Britain at the time, so he was kind of getting it from the horse's mouth. Hmm. Um, you know, always got to love those Romans and their note-taking skills.
1: <laughs> That's why you always leave a note.
3: So the inceni are ruled by D- Bodica's husband, a dude named Prazatagus <laughs>
1: Ooh, I thought it was going to be Calu-Calais. You know what's really amazing about this episode? That Kelly gets all the names exactly right. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs>
1: That's a magic spell. My apologies to all our listeners, <laughs> to all our Celtic listeners,
3: <laughs> and our French listeners, and anyone who speaks whatever language.
1: I can't apologize for that. I've been doing it for years.
3: <laughs> West Africa and with 1583.
1: I just wait till we talk about South Africa. <laughs> you dickhead. <laughs>
3: So this dude's got a deal with Rome, where he gets to rule independently and be their ally. In his will, he states that half his lands go to Nero, and the other oh. half goes to his two daughters.
2: Ooh, don't give anything <laughs> <laughs> to
3: This way, everyone's happy. Everyone. <laughs> then he dies. Whoop. The Romans aren't going to keep a deal with a dead guy.
2: <laughs> Especially not Nero. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they announce that they're going to take all the lands. <laughs> when Boudica objects, they have her publicly fl- flogged and rape her two daughters. Right? Wow. Hey. Boudica is, understandably, not pleased. <laughs> a bit
0: cross. <laughs> I'd like to file a complaint.
3: <laughs> and frankly, the Romans aren't really going over well with any of the other British tribes. Yeah, they'll do that. <sighs> so she has no difficulty raising an army of 120,000. Oh, God. And marching on the Roman city of... <laughs> Boop a doop a doo.
1: So one more time,
3: please.
2: <laughs> Nick Pocketopolis.
0: It says it's written down here. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> joking. <laughs> 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 I Live okay. in a
1: Roman society.
3: Camulodunum.
1: Okay, Camulodunum.
3: Isn't it an element? <laughs> the Romans send. 200 soldiers to fend her off. <laughs>
2: I feel like we've been shortchanged, fellas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, is, that, is that a C or an
2: X on the end there?
3: <laughs> which wasn't quite enough.
2: Oh, oh They were so close, too. <laughs> now, have, haven't you heard of, of th- those Greeks and how they defended the pass with only 300? <laughs> Well, I bet we need a hundred less than that. She's going set a new record. You know the fun thing is that because of movies, Romans have British exit, <laughs> yeah.
3: I was about to comment on that. Budica and her people slaughter the inhabitants of the city, then burn it to the ground. Then have breakfast. Like, there's still a layer of ash there to this day.
1: Wow. Oh, cheese. <laughs>
3: Then they keep moving, their forces growing to 230,000 people. <laughs> they basically be turn into a murdering block party. <laughs> they bring their families along and just slaughter anything in their path. This
1: is the origin of the first hooligans. <laughs> <laughs> like the world's largest lawnmower.
3: <laughs> they killed a Roman legion, 70,000 civilians, and burned London to the ground. Wow. And also a third city, which I didn't write the name down of, thank God. <laughs>
1: yeah, <a laughs> it there's <was> c- Wales. <laughs> <laughs> a third city who they also destroyed from history. <laughs> All of Wales.
3: Budica and her people were particularly fond of decapitating people, mounting their skulls on chariots, and throwing the body in the river.
1: <laughs> the first hood ornaments.
3: They collected a lot of heads. <laughs> My collection. Cassius Dio, the other Roman historian yeah. who spoke of... Bodica wrote the following about their habits they hung up Shit naked crazy, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they hung up naked the noblest and most distinguished women and then cut off their breasts and sewed them to their mouths in oh. order to make the victims appear to be eating them <clears throat> afterwards they impaled the women on sharp skewers run lengthwise through the entire body
0: oh, Man, they danced around like puppets <laughs>
3: <laughs> now the rest of the story isn't that Interesting. Eventually, the Romans got their shit together and took Budica down, um, and it was impossible for them to re- the uh, Budica's forces to retreat because, like I said, they had wagons full of their families with them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and no one knows quite how she died. Um, some say she was killed in battles. Others say she committed suicide when she saw the tides turning.
1: Hmm. I was, was going to say they should make a movie about this one too, but it sounds like she became the villain pretty early on. <laughs> well, didn't she like fight naked except for being covered in blood? I thought I'd heard that.
3: Um, I didn't see that in any of my sources, but okay. it sounds like something the Romans would have said. <laughs>
2: That's the
1: Morrigan or Calucoline, <laughs>
3: <laughs> and she is a folk hero in the UK. So uh,
1: yeah, don't mess with those Celts.
3: There may be a movie somewhere. So those are my stories. Ew. Any of you have stories? <laughs> Still
0: haven't met any queens, even since our Pirate Queen episode.
2: Good I'm, old Joan of Arc. How many episodes of Xena have you watched? <laughs> <laughs> Approximately 0.75.
3: <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> Sorry. Moving on to what are your morals worth? Mm. So I had to think about this for a while. I
1: want to see a ghost panther. <laughs>
3: Yeah. For a while, I was like, which of these women do you want to take on in single combat? But, uh,
1: what if we did like a, a dating game thing where it's <laughs> it's me on one side of the curtain and all three of them on the other?
3: <laughs> what question do you ask first? Hmm. I'm like a jackhammer. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a fruit. <laughs>
1: Mango, definitely. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so as you might remember, one of the things the Greeks found scandalous about the Amazons was their clothing choice. Mm-hmm. Specifically, the trousers. Heathen pants. <laughs> Greeks, men and women, wore uh, chitons, essentially tubes of fabric secured at the shoulders then belted at the waist. Huh. Men wore shorter ones, women longer. Wow. The Scythians, being a horse riding people, thought this was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> trousers help with the chafing. Yeah. So... How much to spend a hard day riding in the saddle in Greek dress?
2: Ugh.
1: So you can
3: learn to appreciate how wise the Amazons were.
1: That's going to be hell.
2: I have spent one hour riding in the saddle in normal pants. Yeah, right. <laughs> and my
1: buttocks. Is is it like bareback otherwise or is there like a saddle?
3: Uh, you can have a saddle.
1: Still. I mean, I, I'm going to have But a your bat- legs
3: are going to be against the horse.
2: This isn't the worst in the world. <laughs> 500 bucks. <laughs>
3: Plus, there's
0: the fact that horses always try and kill me,
1: so that's going to be a problem. <laughs> I mean, this isn't like the worst one, but definitely going to be some some serious chafing, pro- probably bordering on blistering. 500 bucks yeah. and no social media videos. <laughs> <laughs> I need a no YouTube guarantee. <laughs> I'll call off the film crew. That's going to be our first episode, Andy. Our first live episode. <laughs>
2: Me wearing tubes of,
3: of cloth and riding a horse? I know a woman with horses. I could arrange this.
1: Yeah, I know a woman with horses. Yeah, I, I have family with horses. Yeah. yeah See, Adam has somebody's backyard. No need to go stretching.
3: But then uh, can we throw Adams over jumps?
1: Mm. I don't know if you can throw a horse. <laughs> very strong. Uh, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I'm going to say a thousand.
0: Yeah, I was thinking a thousand too. And instead of a no social media, I'll take a no horse slaughter guarantee.
3: The horse isn't going to kill you. Yeah, I think we can arrange that. That's it's a good. very
1: old horse. We're going to have to get the horse to sign some paperwork. <laughs> you know?
3: uh, I think I'm going to up you all. I'm going to do two thousand. All right. I think that's it for this week. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time.
0: Bye. Whoa, so deep, sultry. Thanks to my co-hosts for joining me today.
1: Thanks to Gerard, our awesome editor.
3: And thanks to you for tuning in.
1: If you'd like more information about today's
2: episode, check out our website at acidpoppodcast.podbean.com. You can
0: join us on our subreddit, Acid Pop Podcast.
2: Follow us on Twitter at
3: Acid Podcast for updates almost every month.
1: Or you can send us an email at acidpoppodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you
2: next time.